Ayate, the King of Anji, the troll master, the analyzing the just of his own fate. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Terminator. Ooh-wee! The cleaner. And no, we're not talking about the cleaners for back for blood or the cleaners for the division. We're talking about the cleaner. The ultimate cleaner. John Gotti. Wow. I'm just a humble advocate for my tribal chief. Always tranquilo, Doc, and Elidimo. And as the special advisor of my tribal chief, Doc L. I have to let the folks know that the curse of Doc is in full effect. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Back. Today, it's dark. Well, it's actually pretty bright outside for me. but It is pretty it's bright. It's okay. The dark side of the ring. Luna Vashon Doc. I was anticipating this episode. I can't. I couldn't wait to watch it. I know, you know, I hyped it up pretty well for you. Did it live up to the hype? Tell the people your thoughts. The floor is yours. Um, it was a little milder than I anticipated. Um, it was good, like really good. Um, but it was a little mild. It was milder. Um, learned some things, right? Um, some things you kind of already knew. Um, obviously I didn't know how deep, you know, the well ran on her character and how deep she fell into the character, you know, um, and you see that like today, you know, uh, especially there's so much behind the scenes, you know, I think she would never get a chance to, I don't think anybody would get a chance to really fall into the character so deep now because there's so much behind the scenes work. Um, and I just think that it would it would be it's easier to break character now than it was before because kayfabe was so alive at that particular time. Well, I mean, kayfabe was wrestling back in the day. Yeah, like I would I would say, you know, it was at least forty percent of what wrestling was, and I think kayfabe today is more three percent. Yeah, big time three percent. And I always tell that story of that time I seen the Undertaker in the you know the airport, and it's like, oh, I'm not going over there to the Undertaker. That's the freaking Undertaker. And my <laughs> friend went over there and he ignored the crap out of her, uh, as only the Undertaker would, you know, not Mark Calloway, it's the freaking Undertaker. So, um, you know, I could imagine somebody going up to Luna, you know, at that time, and it's like, yikes. But I will say, I knew this kid looked familiar, and, and I'm seeing it now. Mm-hmm. Um, her son, Van Hurd. I was like, man, that guy looks so familiar. He's not a wrestler. And then he said he was a chef. And I was like, I feel like I've seen that guy somewhere. He's from freaking Hell's Kitchen. Yep. And I was like, ah, now we're getting somewhere. I, thought, I knew I'd seen that guy somewhere before. But we had our son. How small the world can definitely. Oh be. man, yeah, yeah. So we have our son Van Her. You had Gangrel on there. You had the hardcore legend, Mrs. Foley's baby boy, Mick Foley. Um, obviously, you had Paul the Butcher, Bashan, um, which 
we're going to get into that. But then we had a lot of female wrestlers that some of them I heard of, some of them I wish I heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and this but, goes back down to how the territories are. Right. Um, but I guess we had to start from the beginning, right? Um, you know, with the losing of her father. Should we just start right there with, you know, her, her losing of her biological father, or mm-hmm. should we go in a different direction here? No, uh, no how crazy where the story began. Yeah, how crazy. Because at first I was like, For you know what? Gertrude. Oh, goodness. Don't say Gertrude. Yeah, that's even, her. Even, that is her even, legal name. Can't even say Trudy, right? Yikes! Can't even say Trudy. Um, but yeah, so the whole so they were at a hotel. Uh, her ma, her biological mother, the biological father, and um, a young Gertrude at a hotel that the family owned. Um, Paul heard a gunshot. Gun goes off. He's like, "Oh, I don't see anything." Which you know, normally, you know, you hear a gunshot. You know, you might. I don't know. I mean. I know I wouldn't peek out the door, but I mean, I feel like somebody would peek out the door or whatever. Um, but, you know, to hear a gunshot and then have a, a person knock at your door and like, hey, you know, my husband just, you know, killed himself. Very, very tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he didn't even really kind of go over how, you know, that relationship was build it was kind of just like it was, in the story it was, yeah it was a prelude to him marrying yeah, right yeah. and i'm like bro like the way it sounded you know where i'm going with this the way it sounded was like hey he killed himself and then i married her like that next day you know what i'm saying like it sounded so crazy but i, I know it didn't because happen of like how that. vague it was <laughs> that yeah Oh my um, God! Like it was like really, really vague. But nonetheless, I'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt that it wasn't absolutely. like that, and I'm pretty absolutely. sure it probably wasn't like that. But of course, you're asking someone to recollect, you know, something that occurred almost yeah. 50 years ago. So that's true too. That's true too. That's so a bit more than 50 years ago, probably. So uh, I mean, yeah. So obviously, young Gertrude becomes of a Sean, right? She, that's the only, that's the only family she knows. She, you know, that's the biological father that she knows. She's of a Sean now, right? So it kind of, you know, skips forward to her, you know, being on the road with her aunt, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cleaning up after her, doing the old, you know, hey, I want to be like you. So what I do you do, right? I'm surprised you didn't do a Aunt Viv joke in that. No, nah, we ain't doing that. Oh, okay. <laughs> we, we doing it just not doing it just can't do it can't do it um so you know here she is right cleaning up you know making sure her aunt viv has a you know good experience you know pick putting her rollers in her hair you know picking up all the stuff and you know and she's like hey i want to do this right wish i've i wish i would have heard of you know aunt viv right i, I never even really heard of you know some of these wrestlers again like I, I just never heard of them but it's like you said the territories obviously tv wasn't there just yet and um you know we weren't really here we weren't really hearing about it and it's so funny and i laughed a little bit mm-hmm. and i know I'm, I'm probably skipping ahead just a little bit but it's so funny when i heard the name Sullivan. Yes. 
I said, oh my God, it's Kevin Sullivan. Oh my God, it's a young Booker band. <laughs> so I started laughing immediately at a young Booker man. And a young Nancy too. And a young Nancy out here just booking it up to a point where people are terrified in Florida. He's scaring the people. And then you add Luna, who was a newscaster, which is genius. Yeah. It's 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 building into the characters that are just oh, man. throwing it out there. You're genius. Uh, who do you think you are? Red oh, Fox? Oh, no. You talked about how brilliant Kevin Sullivan's mind was as far as mm-hmm. you know, his creativity. Um, a lot of people, you know, would talk about Bray Wyatt in the same light. As sure. As just how creative and, you know, how far they could try to, you know, tilt that needle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, you skipped over a major part. I did, and I was and, just about to go back to it. Um, I assume you're talking about what happened with Fabulous Moolah. Of course. Um, which, again, I heard we heard in the previous... No, not the previous... I believe it was two shows ago with Chris Canyon. He said he trained with the fabulous Moolah, right? Uh, and it was one of them situations where, you know, you don't, I guess he would have had a different experience than she would have. And this was years ago, right? Of course. Um, this is so, a totally different time at that point. So, But of course, this is allegedly, right? She sent her to this guy to take pictures and he tries to rape her. Um, it, Which, it's really hard to take it as allegedly. Okay. Because it's not like it's the first type of story in this regards. So I I mean, you would have to fill me in and enlighten like me because this specific one is mm-hmm. pretty, you know, unique. But right. there has been a lot of stories, and you know, we're going back to um the Fabulous Mula episode, we're going to, there was another episode too where they talked about it as well um, with Rock and Robin. Mm, okay, okay. And basically, Mula was being a pimp and pipping out the girls. Oh, and it led to the whole, oh, we're going to do the Mula you know, memorial. And then they had to ax that real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I just, that's the kind of stuff that I, I wish I, I could, that's dark side. You know what I'm saying? Like that, in a the, nutshell, is dark side. The, the, the problem is it can get so much darker. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, but, but, but think about it like this. We sat here, right? We sat here and we canceled Ric Flair, Right. Mula got canceled first, by the way. Okay, I want to make sure because I don't, I, I don't think, I didn't think we were canceling people back then. Well, you know. Mula didn't get canceled until uh, WWE did the Battle Royal announcement. Wow. Uh, yeah, that so was. You really gonna celebrate this? Like she was an absolute monster. And that's so crazy. And that's the story that Dark Side of the Dark Side of the Ring needs to unveil. The wild 
trainings of Mula or whatever, training with Mula or something like that. I, I want to know it. I want the whole story. You know, she was this bad. I, I want I want all the nitty gritty, you know what I'm saying? But um, they probably won't do it while she's alive, I assume. That's usually how a lot of these things work. I mean, a couple of people are alive, but usually those kind of stories don't come out until people can't defend themselves, which is the unfortunate part. But she probably won't make any comments anyway. Who? Mula. How could she make comments if she's passed away? She passed away? Yeah. No, I thought it was just uh, what's the, the name who passed away? That was Mula Memorial Battle Royal. <laughs> oh no, I thought she. Uh, no, 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 no. I thought it was. Um, no, I it was the cutest thing, and there's all this fan. No, like, I did not. About thought, this. No, 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 no. I. I did not know. I thought it was the other one that passed no, away. No, okay. she passed away in 2007. Dang, Johnny. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> is what's her name still alive? Uh, uh, Mae Young is who I was thinking of. Um, I believe Mae Young passed away later. Yeah, she did. Oh, my God. Dang. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, she passed oh. away 2014. Wow, Doc. Okay, so that, really, that's on me. No. I did. I did. I really did. No. Uh, so yeah, we need to hear that. We need to hear. We need to see it then. Um, yeah, yeah. We need. There's to... a lot of stories in Dark Side of the Ring about Mula. Yeah, we need that, man. We need all of that. Um, that that's on me. I'm again. Tom is just rolling. I'm not even paying attention. Dang, 2007 yeah, and 2014. Back in season one. That's what I'm like. They already did an episode for Mula. But you're talking about doing a, a much more deeper. At, a deeper uh insight Dive into, into how yeah. she was as far as training the late yeah i don't think they're gonna do that i don't okay. i don't think an hour is long enough for that heck i don't even think a two-part episode is long enough for that yikes like, um but, the the amount but, of skeletons in that closet right um but it's okay i mean i'm, I'm caught up now i'm sorry I, I i was a little behind a decade and a half behind um but we're back uh, so we go back to Luna here, who at this point, you know, she's taking a lot of pills. She's doing a lot of drugs. Um, you know, it's a lot going on, especially at this particular time. Um, and then at this particular point, you know, some people were saying that she was taking 100 pills a day mm-hmm. um, and that possibly she was raped more than once um, at this particular point. Unfortunately, uh, this goes into, you know, how the wrestling landscape was, and it's not us defending it whatsoever. It's absolutely horrible. Yeah. A lot of the things that happened to female wrestlers, um, you know, it only gotten worse. And plus it was also the eighties too, which is didn't help anything. Right. Right. Um, So initially she was, um, I guess we go to her dating past. She was dating a wrestler named Dick Slater. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in which, you know, there was a lot of rumors and a lot of, again, things going around saying that he was abusing her. Um, and I know the son, Van, said that this is the first, quote unquote, stepdad. Uh, but he said he didn't, he doesn't remember seeing any abuse or anything like that. Um, however, um, then we kind of move on to the marriage of, between her and Tom Nash. Um, so this is where it got kind of weird and kind of crazy. And 
you know, there was a little triangle, right? Little triangle. Yeah. Little little DDP diamond, right? Okay. So not that far. I'm okay. Gonna, all right. Gonna thin ice with that comment right there. Thin ice. All right. Yeah. I won't. I won't go any further. So Mr. Nash accused Dave. Right. Hi, I'm Dave. I'm no Dicky. Hi, I'm Dave. Who's Dave? Right. Who's Gangrel? Right. That happened. I'm sorry. Oh wow! Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I told you something nice. Oh my god. I did god. say that. You you were wrong. So Dave Heath, also known as Gangrel, was accused of messing with Luna by Mr. Nash. Of course. She did bite him, which was kind of rough. So, of course, it would look like that, right? It's kind of like having the scratches on your back, right? Who did that? I know those scratches, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, but uh, I already got a technical, so I got to, you know, you gotta be easy. extra careful. Yeah, I got to be extra yeah. careful. It's really early you, in the you day. Kinda, you kind of walked into that one first. <laughs> Um, but later on, she would go on and marry Gangrel. Um, obviously, there was a big fight. Gangrel, you know, beat up Tom pretty bad. The tag team was practically over, and she would go on and marry Gangrel, which is awesome. Um, then we move on. She finally gets her break. She's going to the WWF. You know, she's going to go and accompany Shawn Michaels, right? This is huge. Yep, WrestleMania 9. Yeah, this is huge. I mean, huge, huge, huge. Uh, they talk about WWF Raw, the video game, mm-hmm. which that was like so classic. Um, I don't blame them for buying that particular console, specifically that game, because that game was pretty sweet. It was really, really good. Um, but unfortunately, she got reduced to just a manager but she could really wrestle she could really go and it, it kind of yeah. stinks you know especially to hear you know from medusa uh which was awesome to see medusa of course who we know can go um I we know. knew <laughs> yeah we knew that she could go yes. um but we started seeing the growth of the female valet with you know sensational sherry you obviously had luna mm-hmm. Who, you know, let's not call her a slouch. Like, she's no slouch in the ring herself. She could also go. She can go. Um, and, you know, and, and Medusa during this time is like, hey, like, what the bleep? Like, we should be we should be on the card. And I know she said we would be considered and more was the, the phrase she said, which stinks really bad, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Luna's like, man, I'm out of here, man. They want me to take, you know, no, nah, no, nah, I think I don't think they wanted her to take the clothes off at this particular point. I think that was a little later. Let me yeah, get let me get back bit. to this that, here. So yeah, you're you're about to get into attitude yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so she joined ECW in the '90s, right, mid '90s and the '95, um, in which you know she she highlighted with you know Mick Foley, and then she went ahead and beat the bleep out of uh, Stevie Richards, which was a great cage match, which I'll probably go back and watch. Mm-hmm. on youtube sometime today um but you could tell like she's you know she still loved the business she looked healthy at that point like you know she she looked like she was the weight was was nice it was, it was a good uh kind of 
you know, growth, you know, because most of the time you see her, she's pretty, pretty slim. Um, but she looked, she looked healthy at that point to me. Um, but uh, obviously there were some things going on. And then she returned back to the WWF. Um, and it's very 97. It's very unfortunate. She went back to being a valet. I think she was at Bam Bam Bigelow this time. Um, Which I still really like that pairing. Yeah, that one was really, really good. Um, I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, I think she was with Gold Dust first. Or was when she she would go first? No, Gold she was Dust first, huh? first. She was a Bam and Bam then Gold first. Um, and yeah, so she was Bam Bam first. She bought his contract out to Ted Fidiasi so he could join the Million Dollar Corporation. Then she became the valet for Gold Dust. Gotcha. Okay. So. But that was while like she was in, I want to say, like the, the 2000s era. Okay. That was toward the end. Yeah. So I didn't like the end of it, man. You know, um, her having to put Sable over. And now looking back at it, I kind of can, can see it. Um, like, hey, don't you dare touch Sable's face. Don't you dare touch Sonny's face. Um, you know, flash you know, be more provocative, you know, you know, flash those breasts, right? That's what, that's what the guys want to see. This is the attitude error, right? We're, we're um, definitely putting a warning on this episode. <laughs> I mean, this is what it was, though. This is not us. This is Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, I mean, you know, like, this is what he wanted to do. Like, this is what he wanted. So, uh, to me, I mean, it's, it's not just it's, what she wanted. It's also what the people wanted. I mean, I was pretty young, so to me, it was like I was getting whatever they were giving. <laughs> you know, like that's what they're giving. That's what we're unfortunately and fortunately taking, right? Of course. So, in my opinion, it's like it shouldn't have to go down like that. But putting Sable over and not even getting one offensive weapon in is, is just crazy to me. Um, and I could see why that really hurt her. Obviously, it's WrestleMania, and she had to put Sable over, but the problem was is that after the match, you know, Vince didn't even really, you know, acknowledge that she had a, you know, good oh, match. Oh, that's not even the part that I'm upset about. I mean, Vince does that all the time, first of all. I mean, first of all, you know, shout-outs to Owen Hart for, mm-hmm. you know, giving her the kudos that she rightfully deserved. The fact that she was threatened Right. Threatened. Threatened. To not touch her face. To mm-hmm. not hurt Sable? Is this is this wrestling? Right. Right. So in that because situation. At, at some point I forgot it was wrestling. Like it wasn't sports entertainment yet. It was still wrestling. Mm. But maybe they yeah. were afraid that, you know, Luna's gonna provide some receipts to Sable. I mean which is crazy now because you think about it, right? And fast forward, you have people going against Ronda Rousey, right? Yeah, people going against Ronda Rousey. And I'm sure Ronda had that same situation where it's like, hey, don't do this, don't do that. But then um, you look back and you see them, you know, beating her with the kendo stick. So to me, it's like, I'm kind of glad that the girls are a little tougher. And I think, Honestly, I think Luna would be well suited for the wrestling of today. And that's the part that stinks is that she didn't get a chance to see 
the wrestling of today because if she was able to see the wrestling of today, she would probably be training and she would be a, a fantastic trainer for the wrestling today on, you know, not only character development, but actually training women to wrestle. Yeah. Um, and it's a shame she was only, what, five years away from the Bailey-Sasha Banks match in NXT right. Brooklyn. Right, exactly. Uh, take over Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know, and she probably would have loved to see that, to see the evolution of, right. of uh, women's wrestling. Um, but, right. you know, a lot of people, a lot of female wrestlers also look up to Luna Vachon. They don't say it as much, but right. like, there's a lot of influences from there. Mm-hmm. No, like, definitely. The character work, the ring work. Like, there's so many female wrestlers in the past, and a lot of them, you know, showed up during the episode that, you know, many of them look up to. It's just mm-hmm. that no one knows about them. Right. You and only that, hear and, about. And that's what I love about this series is, you get introduced to wrestlers outside of your, you know, comfort scope, so to speak. No, facts. Big facts. I agree. I agree. Um, but in this situation, I mean, unfortunately, on, you know, August 27th, uh, 2010, uh, she passed away at the age of 48. Um, I like what Mick Foley said in a world full of both butterflies that took balls to be a caterpillar and um i thought that was a uh, amazing um you know gangrel obviously showing his regret saying that he wished you know he didn't divorce her and and he obviously felt it was selfish in some ways to get out of the relationship and look after himself but he misses her and and again you know even her son says you know she never got a chance to meet his daughter and um you know it's, it's just really sad the way it ended um, I love how the the last part was that, you know, I think her funeral, because I, I think they might have skipped her funeral, she would have wanted to be pulled down the road by a bank, a biker gang, you know, with fireworks going off and mm-hmm. her son was like, nah, nah. I mean, nah, that's, that's I ain't gonna lie, that's pretty BS. <laughs> it is. Her son was like, nah, 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 she wouldn't want that. She would want it to be private and quiet and you know, she was a very private person. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately, we will not get that opportunity to know um, what it is because it's, I mean, it's unfortunately over. But, Johnny. And we have two more episodes for this season. Exactly what I was about to say. Two more episodes should be some good ones. But we'll be back here manana to go over the Monday night football matchup as well as the power rankings uh, tomorrow. But I know you heard this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. But if you didn't, you can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com to hear this episode as well as all the previous. Be sure to tune in tomorrow again. We're going to cover, oh, Henry and the Titans Beating up on the Buffalo Bills. Okay, I'm I wouldn't say beat beating up on, up on them, but okay, okay. But I mean, tune that's, in tomorrow. That's going too far. It's fine, but tune in tomorrow for more news, more analysis, and the reads.